Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. All right, we'll get to the juicy stuff. When's your, what was your first time having sex? X-Mans. X-Men 2, X-Men United. People have a lot of questions about that, such as, um, I'll be the voice of the people. Uh, Why are you able to lose your virginity in a crowded theater on the floor in a sticky movie theater, but you can't um, maybe have sex discreetly in a bathroom with your wife? I'll fuck you in a bathroom, dude. Jesus Christ. Thank you. That's all I wanted. That's all I wanted. That's all I wanted. That's how I get what I want. Shit They Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo. My name is Steve Green. Hello. And we are the hosts of Shit They Don't Tell You, in case you're new here and you didn't know. Also, if you're new here, you should follow us on Instagram, Shit They Don't Tell You, and it's without the I, just S-H-T, they don't tell you. And it only took a year and many months, but we finally ditched that intro, so you're welcome for that. Feedback works really quickly around here. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're working on a new one, so... (laughs) Jesus. There you go. Also, you can follow us on YouTube. Nikki Limo is the YouTube channel that we post the video version of this on. Uh, But today... We do not have a guest. We wanted to do a little episode between the two of us because on Shit They Don't Tell You, we cover all aspects of the shit that no one told us that we had to learn on our own through life uh, that we wish people would have told us, right? Yes. So today, I want to do an episode about all of our first-time experiences. So first time with money, jobs, relationships, and random stuff. And yes, we will talk about the time we lost our virginities for X-Men the- X-Men 2, X-Men United, um, movie theater time. floor. Everyone knows. You freaking pervs. Public information. But also- we want to give ourselves what like what advice would we give ourselves now looking back on those first times? Don't fuck during the this uh, you Wolverine need to save it. mansion scene. Save it. That's definitely up there for me. Do fuck during eight mile. <laughs> that is what I fucked too, and it was great. Um Dude, when he's just slaying all those fools, every time I see that I'm like, I had sex to this. <laughs> Why do <laughs> for you the watch first time? You watch it multiple times? No, I could you could hear it. No, I mean like you, oh sure, you, you see that movie on TV I, and stuff all the time. I don't. I don't watch TV. I don't have cable. Oh well. What pe- cable do you have? You live in the same house as me. I have YouTube television. Oh no, you don't. We canceled. Well, it. yeah, that's true. We canceled. It. <laughs> well, because we got HBO. <laughs> yeah. We, we just switch them out. We constantly switch them out. Anyway, if it's football season, I got anything have it. that needs a like monthly service fee, we just switch that out. True. So let's start with uh, an easy one. Um. So Steve, first 
childhood dream job? What was your first childhood Astronaut. dream job? And why? Mine too. Wait, really? Yeah. Did I know that about Didn't you? Didn't all kids say that? Wait, did you know that about me? No. Yeah, you did you know that? About I think me? I did know that you about you. You did know that about me. I think I did. It was like You said it recently to the me. The mom versus husband thing? You guessed that. I think my oh, brother okay. helped you. Jesus, how do you remember this shit? You remember know. a video we did two years ago? I wish I didn't. Oh my God. I don't even remember anything about that video. How about I know. that? It's embarrassing. Do you know, I used to remember like if I saw someone and I went to kindergarten with them one year, I remembered their name, but I w- couldn't let them know I remembered their name because that's embarrassing. Like yeah. how, how would you remember that unless you were obsessed with that person? But I'm not obsessed with the, them. I just remember things. I know, but I you don't need to know keep why. it to yourself. Uh, look, listen, you're, you're, I'm Paul Kent, and you're you're my son, and I can't have you getting taken away by the government. All right, all right. right. You need to chill out on the comic yeah, you book bet. references. Hey, look, I if you. You, when you when you have such an intimate moment to comic books, yes, you know what I'm saying. Yes, to the sound. So of why comic didn't books. why didn't you ever want to be a Batman or something? What are you talking? What are you absolutely a talking childhood about? Childhood dream job. I didn't think you could be Batman. Oh, I wasn't that kid. Well, you can. You, you met could. those kids, huh? Have you been that's to- that's because you had a you had your brother, and he's Dane, and. No, he, he wanted to be the blue Power Ranger, Billy. Oh, see, <laughs> of all the Power I never Rangers. wanted to be things that weren't real. He and he wanted to be Superman. For me, for me, an astronaut was the closest thing to to actual an actual Superman. Well, then he wanted to be a police officer because he just wanted to fight crime. So it was like, if I can't be Superman, I see. I'll be a police Practical. officer. Practical. Yeah, but for me, yeah, I was an astronaut also until Brandon Morris in the third grade told me that you could uh, get stuck out in space without oxygen, and then that terrified me. That's and very I true. Was like, Never mind. It's very terrifying. Also, just imagine right now being in space on some platform looking down at the earth. Nah. I'm already shitting myself. No, because I miss home when I'm like when I'm like two hours or more away. I'm like, man, I really miss my kitties. Dude, when we were in Bali on the entire on the exact opposite side of the earth. Yeah. I just remember feeling a little bit scared about that. Yeah, same. Just like we're so far away that if anything happened, we're here forever. We're fucked. We'll never get home. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like in that movie Gravi- Gravity, we were Sandra Bullock's in Oh, for sure Sandra Bullock's. Yeah. Uh, but why Why was an astronaut your favorite job? Why was that your dream job? You could, you could go to space. Yeah. That seemed sick as a kid. Uh-huh. Now it seems scary. But what about space? Anything specifically? Oh, I just wanted to like walk on the moon and all the all the regular yeah, shit. Yeah, I wanted to walk on the moon because in Bears and Bears Go to Space, when they jumped, they like took a long time to land. Yeah, see, they're And I thought that was really cool. And we didn't have a trampoline. I just wanted to fly in space where you're on the space station. Oh. Like, and you could just like fly around. No, nah, I wanted to walk on the moon. Dude, you know what's so funny is that you think about how sick that would be and then you watch the astronauts on the ISS and they're not even like having that much fun flying around and stuff. So like uh, holding clipboards the whole time. They're probably so scared too, or maybe they're not. I don't I think would they be are. Scared. They're they're, they're trained bored. to that shit so they're well. They're just so bored. Yeah, they're bored by that point. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Training just knocks all that shit out of them. Maybe that's how they feel. Like, like when I do stand up, sometimes people are like, "How do you have the balls to do stand up? Like right. that's crazy." And it's like, "Oh no, that's like way more chill than like singing or yeah, it's like less scary. going to space." Um. All right. Let's move on. So first car, let's talk about your first car. Ford Escort LX. But luxury edition. How did you get it? It's a station wagon. What was your experience like with it? So um I was I don't know, nineteen, I think, and my folks got me a car. You're old. Excuse me? You didn't get your license till you were like I was 19. 19. Yeah. I forgot about it. My that. parents were um by Loser. both worked and so I just couldn't get on the road and my sister was like too busy with school stuff to teach me. She taught me a little bit. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, I just never got around to getting my my license. license until I was 19, finally. Did you feel like a loser? No, not at all. 
Because your friends could drive or what? Yeah, I had I always had people that could take me places. You had people. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, I always was like so antsy to drive and I couldn't get my... I felt like I got mine late because I was the youngest out of all of my friends because my birthday was in November, so everyone turned 16 the previous school year. Right. Um, and so I could not wait. I had my permit as soon as I could get it when I was 15. And then as soon as I could drive, I got my license. Um, my parents got me a Toyota Celica. Remember those? Uh, yeah. They're like sporty looking cards. Yeah, they look cool. It was a, not a new Celica or anything. It was just a, a used uh, 99 Celica, and I loved that thing. But the advice I would give to my, my previous self is, uh, even though I loved that car, I had no idea how to take care of it. And my oh. parents were never like, hey, you have to like get the oil changed. Or like, hey, if the gas tank is on empty, like it really will stop the car. How do people not know to get oil changes? That blows my I mind. I had no idea. No one had ever in my life brought up an oil change. Ever. Wow. Like I just figured like a light would come on or something. Now that now the light does come on, like my Honda tells well, yeah, me like, the car when tells I need you everything that's going on. Yeah, it tells but you I don't too have much. to think about anything. But back then in a ninety nine Celica with the windows you had to roll down, you know, with manually, not with yeah. power windows or any any of that. Uh, it didn't tell you anything. It didn't tell you the, if you needed an oil change unless it was like too late. Then an oil light would come on. It's like, yeah, hey, your engine is fucked. Well, nobody will ever have to worry about this because everyone's car tells them literally everything. You yeah. get in the car now and you click, I agree. What are you agreeing to when but, you get in the car? Okay, but, it's like, I agree to have my image used in your fucking commercial or something. Wait, I agree. Oh, yeah, you, didn't, you, you, you didn't read the message? It just says like, hey, make sure you pay attention to the road because like, because it doesn't want you to use the sound or the radio if you're not paying attention to the road. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Do you not even read it when you hit it? Fuck no. Okay. Who reads that shit ever? Well, I... anyway, but but here's the things that I think do still apply is I didn't know. I knew you had to pay for gas, right? But I didn't know how much it costs to get like your car serviced. When I first had it, when I first found out you had to get a car serviced um, for three hundred dollars. I was freaking out. Here's I was like, that's an insane amount what, of money. What you actually have not learned to this day is you do not have to get your car serviced. Yeah, you do. Not really. Well, yeah, you do. Not really. Yeah, you do. You know, here's what you got to do. You got to make sure that you <laughs> get your oil changed. Right. Of course. And your tires rotated. Your tires rotating, yeah, depending on how, if you are if you let go of your steering wheel and it's like, you know, yeah. turning or whatever the fuck, then yeah, you probably should. I'm sorry. Are you that. an auto mechanic? No, but this is, this is. Part of the shit that they don't tell you about how these companies rip a lot of people yeah, but off. I'm actually, paying three hundred dollars service fucking thing. But I'm speaking from experience from not paying the three hundred service thing because I was like, that's hella fucking. For them to money. what? Do your wiper fluids and no, shit? No, no, all the tra all the fluids, the transmission fluids, all that stuff. So don't you remember when we first yeah, started dating? Get that stuff. Excuse me. Okay. Don't you remember when we first started dating, and my car like went to shit every other fucking month? Because I never ever got it serviced. Is that really why? You had a shit yeah. car too. That was a shit car. Right, sure. but why do you think it got shit? It was, it was a, a clunker though. But it wasn't when I bought it. <laughs> I didn't no, get it not, serviced. No, of course not. Because cars depreciate over time. I'm not talking about never service your We're car. We're arguing and it's over a scam. getting no, your car I'm not saying, serviced. No, please, I'm not if saying, you're an auto mechanic, please leave a comment no, and let us they know. They know, man. In the comments. This shit is not. <laughs> it's not like hey, every couple of months you got to get your car serviced. That shit is bullshit, Nikki. Okay, my bad. I thought it was real, so I mean, I've been paying for my car service and no, I'll, you gotta get your you gotta I'll make sure your car service, but not the whole timetable bullshit thing yeah. they give you. That is a bunch of horse shit. It's my bad. I said I'm stupid. I just thought you need to get your car serviced. And I'm not saying my don't second get your car, car broke serviced. down because I never did get it serviced. I'm talking about 
basic the basic maintenance of course you have to do okay but all the frivolous shit that uh-huh. they have you try to do no 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 okay you're so we're at two different extremes because Steve Green is a man that constantly thinks he's getting scammed by literally everything. That's he thought correct. our refrigerator was scamming him. He thought uh-huh. our dryer was scamming him. He thought anything that doesn't I know our fridge work. Was scamming me. <laughs> like he just thinks everything is scamming him and everybody. And if you're asking for money in any context, he's like, it's, "This is a scam. This is how they get you." Yep. <laughs> this man buys like. Too much soda for a kitchen to handle because it's a better deal to get five packages of soda cans than it is to get. Don't just say this man. Some people, some say a great man. No one does. Oh, some. <laughs> None some do. actually do. So I need. I need a quote. I need uh, some receipts for that. Listen, here's the thing. You have to be very aware that a lot of people out there are trying to rip you off, and and yes. you have to be ready. To handle that. So if you get your car service to the dealership, it's a little pricier, right? But they also don't pressure you into buying all the extra frivolous stuff. They'll say, here's all the things that we noticed. This this That's thing needs true. to be addressed right away. These two things are urgent. All this stuff you should probably check out. But like you don't need to. It's not like super. So was your air filter, bro? Yeah, your air filter, your your fluids, that's like your saying. all your fluids to get them trans switched out. But that's also a preventative, you know, because like things build up. So if you want to be like extra preventative, some people do, and some people want their cars to last for a long time, and so everyone they do wants that. their cars to last for a long time. Well, but, but that that's like saying it's cleaning. Worth it that's to like them. Saying make sure you clean your hubcaps to keep your car. Like working that's nothing well. This, that's not no, the it is because a lot of those fluids and, and all the air filter shit is how they fuck you. Okay, that's what I'm saying. That's how they fuck you. Yes. Well, I pay for it, so I well, I don't pay for everything, but if it if they're like, hey, these are medium level, and I have the money, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. By the way, hot tip for everybody out there: get a synthetic oil change. Not to make the show too exciting. I don't even know what that is, bro. Because I just have them do whatever they Synthetic want. Synthetic <laughs> oil changes. It's a better. It's better for your car. Uh-huh. It makes it last longer, like you just said. I don't. It costs I don't, more money. I don't know if that's true it, with hybrids, but go ahead. What I don't know. I don't know shit about hybrids, dude. Okay. I don't even like. Hybrids. Well, I have a hybrid. Yes, you do, because you love my car. I like your car. All right, we're gonna move on because that's like we have a lot of firsts to go through. No, I don't here, like how quiet they are. And a, I feel like that they're they're a danger. This to is me. not a sexy topic. Okay. We just want, I just wanted to warn people to get their car service, but you're fighting me on it because you think you're going to get Whenever scammed. we walk around in a neighborhood and uh, I don't even know a car is going by, it's always a hybrid and that scares me. And so I don't like them. Oh, so that's that. why you don't want them to get serviced? Yeah, I would like for them all to be destroyed. Okay. What was your first major purchase? My ma- first major purchase was my television. Yeah? Um, that rear projection. Oh, the one that you wouldn't let me get rid of? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my prize. When Steve and I first started dating, it was 2013 and he had this gigantic television set but not a flat screen i'm talking like the big box like the deep box that took up half the room because he was in this bachelor pad that was like a studio and it literally took up half the room half of the living room Mm -hmm. to fit this tv in he was a big boy i'm not exaggerating in the slightest he's a heavy boy too he was a heavy boy he was a big boy he was an ugly boy he was was very i I disagree but now of course obviously he was a gray toshiba was it toshiba it was a toshiba it was a gray toshiba tv TV, sheep i call it a deep ass one a yeah. deep ass one it was very deep yeah the ass was deep on that and i was like oh you need to upgrade your tv <laughs> like i had a flat screen it was a little smaller the frame was smaller but like the screen size was smaller but the quality was immensely greater and i had gotten mine in 2012 so like the, just the previous year 
And I was like, you need uh, like a newer TV. And what's crazy is he that he was that... like, this is top of the line. And he got really angry at me. Well, because I had been, that's my first purchase. Right. And it was from 2005. That's right. And me and Nate, my brother Nate, we yeah. we, um, we Black Friday slumber party yeah. outside at, at a Best Buy so to get Steve, that shit. When he bought it, it cheap. was top of the line in yep. 2005. And that's in right. 2013, he still thought it was top of the line. You're damn straight I did. He still thought that because he yep. spent so much money on it back in... 2005. You're trying to humiliate me? But Eight instead, years before, you're making my heart beat with pride. I'm not trying to humiliate you. I'm just t- telling people to take your advice with a grain of salt because you think that some things are scams. No, no, no. And yet you think some things are top of the line okay. that are not. So for many years. And he tried to sell it. Excuse me. He tried to sell this TV. <laughs> <laughs> you so stop fucking crying on my TV. I swear to God, Dickie. It was Stop crying on my TV. Everyone's this TV like, was no, dope. Like, he left it on the street and literally no one would pick it up for free. <laughs> I would like to cut to commercial. Are we ready for commercial <laughs> no, yet? No, we're not. Oh. We're so far from a commercial break. Uh, yeah, that's, so what advice would you give uh, that guy maybe? Okay, so here's the thing. I have some. You have to know when your, your thing is old. Y- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and I was too prideful of my initial purchase because yeah. when I got it, it was top it was of the line. Emotional. It was like I got it in January, and it was I think it was like a or not January. Yeah, you I got, got it I, Black Friday. I said. got it Black Friday, but um Keep when I got it, straight. when I got it, that model TV just came out. You know what mm. I'm saying? So even like that January when I was in a Best Buy looking at other TVs, I was like, my TV's still like just. Like better than the deal for these TVs. Yeah, I used to go in the Best Buys, and I, would, I still do this shit. I, I I compare the deal that I got to what people are paying today, and every time that I have a, I got the better deal, I'm like, fuck yeah, I, so- I fucked them. <laughs> Stupid. Because here's the, the thing: the way your brain works, I feel like. Everyone's always trying to fuck you. Uh-huh. And I feel like every time I go to the Best Buy and I see my TV and then I got it cheaper, I fucked that. You won. Yeah. Yeah. But then sometimes I go in there and I'm like, oh, and damn, it's cheaper, it's cheaper. And that's a bad day for and you. And then I'm like, man, I hope they raise the price tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> bad day for Steve. It's absurd. When Steve found out he, he could have gotten a better deal somewhere else, that's that's like Devastation. A, a very bad day. Three for days Steve. of solitude. Yeah. Absolutely. And then I have to, I'm like, I don't know even what happened. And I'm like, what what's wrong? And he's like, nothing. I don't, and he just shakes his head. It's devastating, man. It <laughs> and is. I never find out what's wrong. Because I'm I'm very good at deal shopping. Uh-huh. Very, very astute at it, right, the, the right. practice. By the way, everybody, if you're out there and you're not paying per ounce at the grocery store, you're fucking up. It's one of the my one of my little hot tips. Yeah. For or, all y'all. Or, you know, you can when just you buy look what at you the like, price no, 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 hold on. Pay a few pennies more and get what you like. First of all, Kroger brand's pretty pretty good. No. Nah, Second it's not. A lot of times it's it really is. Not. There's a couple things it's not. Okay. Okay. The paper towels are really good. We've talked about this. Okay. So, but when you look at the price tag on the bottom of the shelf, shit they don't tell you, look at the per ounce amount that you're paying because that's where they're fucking you the hardest. You dude. literally yep. sound 57 right now. You Excuse sound me? 57 years old right now. I don't, guess what? 57. I, I sound not, like a very that's a smart dis- 57 year old. That's actually an insult to 57 year olds. I'm sorry. You sound like a an old an older. An older guy. You sound like somebody who can't wait to pay for <laughs> Even the, older. overpay for the brand. You're you're excited yeah. to put your put your money into a fire. That's I, what that's what that's what's sad about. Is it. it into a fire if it still brings me joy? Oh, it brings you joy. It brings me joy to buy dishwasher pods that are more expensive. The pretty ones. Yeah, see. Yeah. The it does. pretty bag. It does. With metallic. Because I feel fucking... I feel like it's doing a better job cleaning 
And so I feel like I got my money. Sorted. That is ridiculous. <laughs> See, you're emotionally attached I, to these so purchases. You're emotionally attached to the price. I, you, yeah. No. You think, you think, oh, I got them. That, let me tell you something. <laughs> it's a very We're personal both stupid. thing. Let me tell you something. It's a very personal thing if somebody can get the better of me on a price. That is a very personal deep cut. They're fucking me and I and I and it's unacceptable. Do you know why people put so much money into marketing? Because it works. Because this packaging looks better and I want it. Here's the thing. People need shit, right? Yes. You have to have dishwasher things or whatever. Yeah. You they know you got to buy it. So they're just trying to shine the product up as much as they can, put a bunch of fucking pluses or whatever, mm -hmm. extra super clean, all this shit they put on the on the right. bag, and then they can charge you dollars more. But it's so but you, but you, you got to understand, it's not about the pretty bag. That's like tequila, man. All the good tequila is not in the fancy bottles. See, you get the fucking can... hockey stick tequila or whatever. You see that one? Yeah. Where it's like in a hockey stick and it's glass bottle. That's, That's different. shit. That's different because it's not just aesthetics. It's like you're you have to drink that. Like you're no, but you're buying you're paying for the bottle, right? Maybe some people are. A lot but... of people are. Okay. They're paying for the marketing. This could Look be at Patron, a bro. whole life philosophy because to me. Like if I'm going to clean, which I already fucking don't want to do, like I already don't want to clean, yes. right? But if I'm going to clean, I want it to be like a fun experience for me. It's just as fun and paying I, less, isn't now, it? If I grab down and I like have to, to pull up some like janky ass looking, cheap ass looking dishwasher <laughs> pod, fuck this well, dishwasher. Well, guess what? You have to do that a lot because I usually buy those. So, yeah, but on the days you. I buy mine, oh man, it's such a better cleaning experience. It is not. You just think it is. No, it is. Because What's the better cleaning Because it has to be part? a mind thing for me. Just like how I buy like organizational bins and the ones that look nicer make me want to organize more. Yeah, but that's you're paying for the value of the visual. Right. That makes sense. Yes, same with the dishwasher pods. Dude, you're talking about packaging though. Yeah, but I like the way it looks. Packaging versus like utility. It. You're not going to change my mind on this. Jesus. My first major purchase was, I think, my second car. Because uh, the first one, my parents bought. And the second one was like the first time I ever Your bought. Your current car? No. Oh. My lemon car that you didn't like. Oh, yeah. That thing was shit. Yeah. You never met my Celica. She was a she was a peach. I love her. Uh, uh, but my Honda is the one that you met me with. And that's the one that I actually purchased myself. Got it. I got a job. I saved my money. And then I was like, I'm going to buy a car, a new car. I've never bought my own car before. Uh, and I just. You never bought in your own car I've never before? bought. I had never bought. Got it. Shit, they don't tell you so about. So I didn't do my vocal exercises Words. this morning, so I didn't enunciate. But Mr. Mumble, maybe you could correct me on the hey, way Hey, nobody I says I mumble things. in videos. People, I just mumble in real life quite a, quite a bit. I have to edit sometimes, and I cannot understand what you're saying. Whatever, dude. Anyway, why do you want to interrupt my story, my cool story about my first purchase? No, I got your story. No, you didn't. You, you bought a Celica. No, I didn't. See, you, you completely a, didn't a get Mazda. my story. I hate you. What was it? What'd you, what would you buy? I didn't get to say it yet. Because I thought it was a car. You just said that. Yeah, but I didn't get to say what kind because you keep cutting me off with some stupid shit. I bought a Honda, a 2004 Honda Civic. And that was the one that I like had to learn how to take care of. Gotcha. Like where I was like, shit, like you have to service things? Shit, you have to get like oil change? Because I didn't do any of that to my Celica. And it had like 125,000 miles on it and it was great. But I just decided to sell it so that I could get like my new car, my flashy car. Right. That's and that tough. thing, that thing hurt me. That thing I had to learn a lot of shit they don't tell you Wait, over because, time. Because you didn't. I didn't know how to service maintain. it. I didn't know how to maintain it. I got into a lot of freakish accidents with it where that like weren't my fault. Like, but that thing like attracted accidents. Should have got synthetic oil changes. 
uh i don't need i didn't even know what that was yeah. back then there you go but yeah my uh so my advice to myself back then would have been to just realize that it's not just the car payment that you have to remember to pay for and the gas but also like the oil and the servicing do you remember having to negotiate for your car uh yes because i bought it through an ebay seller okay so i was how did like, that go well she wanted way more than the car was worth uh because she had like <laughs> she had like riced it out with tinted windows and it had a spoiler and it had like uh subwoofers in the back and it, it was like a total chola car wow uh, it had rims like really shiny rims i thought it looked sick but also like i wouldn't pay that much money for all these things that don't add actually add value to your car yes um because the subwoofers and all that stuff she was trying to add more money on and i'm like that's so funny i'm like no this is that's why they call these things these aren't assets these are like liabilities because it doesn't actually add any value yeah, it depends on who's buying it that's uh, like that's another your... shit they don't tell you like if you think you're putting a bunch of money into your car but you're buying like cosmetic items and like things oh my God, that, so things that you don't like actually need for a car to run you are not increasing the value of your it's car it's so funny to me to thinking of putting in a sick sound system just before you sell your car because you're going to sell it for more money oh yeah that she, is put, funny she put in this shit. like badass cd player like it was a cd changer and back then that was like kind of top of the line oh. i don't still think it's top of the line because i'm not steve green but like you would nice. probably thought it was sick. I would have thought it, I, I I would have thought that's pretty sick. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It's sick. It, was, it changed your CDs. Um, but yeah. So I well, did I, I did negotiate CD. the price because I knew that you could because she it was a car it was a car and it was eBay and I don't know I just feel like I couldn't negotiate and I negotiated it down four thousand dollars. Dude, one time me and my old man, we went into a Ford dealership. And we were both like, "Hey, we're we both want to buy cars today," mm -hmm. and then, uh, and then we would use each other, not being interested, to keep, get them to keep knocking the price down. It was pretty sweet. That's tight. It, it definitely, we'll I, we whole, definitely fucked up. We'll have a whole episode on negotiation. Okay, that's later. Uh, okay, how about your first credit card? Do you remember that? Yeah, I I got it um, to build my credit. Right. And I just put gas on it and that was it. Yeah, pretty much same. Like yeah. I got it when I was 18 as soon as I could get a credit card because I knew I wanted to build my credit. And I got really good credit. Me too. By the time I was like 21 when I was moving into my first apartment. And then I destroyed it by 24. Me too. Yeah. Gave that Sad credit times. card to my ex to help put her through college. And it was fun times yeah mine was like me and my ex moved out and so then i had to pay double the rent basically to keep my apartment and then i couldn't afford that so i put it on my credit card and then i just couldn't make the payments <laughs> but i never missed rent i never once have ever missed rent love it but i missed a lot of credit card payments yep. uh yeah my advice to that person would be like building credits dope just maintaining your credits even more Oof. important. Yeah. Even more. That's the that's the real ticket. Because it, it has now taken like six years to rebuild and it's not even close to where it was before. It took me a decade. Yeah, I think it'll take me a decade to get back where it was. How about your first job interview? Do you remember that? I do. How would it go? Um, It was awesome. Yeah. You know what's weird is actually my old man called me during the job interview and um, he, he, I, I like I like squeezed my phone in my pocket or whatever, but I guess I picked up and then he was able to hear and review my job interview. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Like afterward. That's such a responsible thing. Right? Yeah. So uh yeah, so I went in there, it was this um it was this company, high rise lot downtown Los Angeles. We sold printer toner or whatever the shit. Yeah. And uh I just went in there like, Hey man, I am gonna be here to work. I'm not here to fuck around. 
I'll do my job. I'm not going to like go on the internet and all this shit that you probably have to deal with with people. I just want to come in here do my job and leave because I do improv at night. And mm-hmm. like, so when I'm here, I don't even want to be funny. I don't even want to tell Wait, when jokes. did you get your first job? When I first moved to LA. Oh, oh no, no. This is my first real job to oh, me because I, I worked for my first... old man first job well i work for my old man so to me that doesn't really count oh okay you know so I mean? your first job interview was like a real job yeah oh gotcha yeah yeah yeah. because uh, my dad had a uh, medical supply company yeah that we I like get it. basically everyone in the family worked yeah there. you worked for your dad exactly we understand so it doesn't count yeah it doesn't count right uh my first job interview i was high as fuck and i am not a good stoner like everything freaks me out that's why i don't smoke weed anymore like i stopped smoking in high school but i was 15 and i remember we smoked weed and then i remembered that i had this job interview and wow. it was because it was my first job interview ever and i didn't i just forgot that it was like that same day and they're like oh you're going to kill it cuz you'll be so relaxed right. and i'm like freaking out like i always think in real life like not stone totally sober i think i'm in trouble 90 percent of the time i always yes. think i'm dropping the ball or i fucked up somehow or like there's something if i'm in a good mood i'm like there's got to be something i forgot and i'll bring myself down <laughs> i don't know why i'm like that it's probably amazing. a psychological childhood issue um but we won't dive into that right now but yeah so i was high and it amplified all of that anxiety it just made me so freaked out i thought like the job interview person was going to know I was high. They're probably going to call the police. Like, I just didn't know how to handle myself. I thought everything was like, I couldn't remember how to like really form sentences. And I remember the job interview person being like, he'll ask the question, like, he'll be like, um, what would you say makes a valuable employee? And I remember being like, repeating every question. I'd go, uh, what would I say makes uh, oh God, the so most high. valuable employee? Uh, well, I'm a good person. Oh my God, <laughs> dude. It was Why the do they worst. ask these questions? I don't know. I Why mean, do they bother? But like looking back, that manager guy was probably like 20. This was at a, a Marshall's. It was like to work at a Marshall's. Okay. So the, the manager guy was like 20 something yeah. and he was just like, nah. But I thought I killed it at the end. I like. So really, you didn't get the job? No. That's amazing. No, I didn't get the job. My, my first job came through a family friend too. Got it. Like where it was just like, hey, she just really wants a job. And I was a hostess on the weekends at a restaurant. Oh, that's so good. But yeah, that first interview, I'll never forget that. Dude, I never understood that about job interviews. And maybe somebody out there who runs a business or something can explain to me. But the whole like, uh, what what makes you uh, a really good employee? It's basically just like a everyone's playing bullshit chicken. Dude, we should do an episode on job interviews because I actually have a lot of good advice. Every job interview I went on in my adulthood life, I booked, I got the job. Me too. That's great. Yeah. But but that's what I'm saying. Where I like to cut through the bullshit and yeah. just say what I exactly how I feel about this job and exactly why that's I want I the job too. and yeah and why I'm the best person. Why I'm qualified. Yeah, yeah. Those are the three it. main things. That's it. Absolutely. And um more i turn the interview on them asking like yes. basically like what kind of hours do you have like how much do your servers make on average i would be applying at restaurant jobs and stuff like how much do your servers make and there was this one job from craigslist where they had 300 people come in and they only hired two people and i was one of the two people wow and then uh the other one and then i ended up quitting a week later and taking this other job that there were 70 people they called in and they only hired me that's tight um yeah, and uh, that ended up being a really cool waitressing job um, for the that like A list celebrity cocktail oh, right. bar thing. Yeah, good a lot stories of stories there. from that. Uh, but yeah, I I think job interview wise, 
confidence sells everything yes. and, and they, just knowing what you want before you go in there and they try to scare the shit out of you at least that's what my mind happens to me yeah. usually when i was on job interviews and i just did not even blink yeah you know what i mean it's don't, like yeah this don't. is gonna be a lot of shit we're gonna throw at you it's gonna be really tough and the whole time i'm thinking i need this fucking check yeah yeah i need this fucking check right so but, i'm just like you whatever can't, you can't need the job more than they no. need you you can't show that exactly yeah you're just playing it cool baby right you're like listen man after this interview's over, I'm going to get back on my private jet. I'm going to go home. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the yeah, attitude. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I try to have that attitude with auditions, but it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. I always am like, no, this would be my dream job. Please that's so hire good. me. That's <laughs> so silent. good. I hope that you beg. Out. I hope that you beg. Right? In the room. I really do. <laughs> you know, you don't understand, guys. And they have to, like, kick me out. I, I, it's like you give an American Idol sob story. Yeah. A couple years ago, like, my family had a tragedy. It, always, man. Every yeah. time. I'm like, okay, guys. Uh, is this it, a talent competition or is this just like for soft hearts? This is the last financial question because okay. after the break, I want to get into like the juicy love stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was your first time getting like a big paycheck? How much was it for? And a couple years ago, um, yeah, I got one. I was I was like early in my YouTube stuff and I got a big boy, big, big check yeah. for many thousands. And uh, it was pretty sick. And what would you do? What did I do? I, I always, um, me and Nikki like to celebrate our wins, so I took you to dinner. Yeah, we went to dinner. Yeah. And then, like, do you have any advice for that person that would get, a, like, what their first Yes, big take check? half of it and put it into a yes. savings account for taxes. Yes. Jesus. Taxes and just, like, savings. Dude, how many yeah. YouTube <laughs> videos do you see where it's like, I just found out about taxes? <laughs> We just had David Alvarezi on, and he oh said that he got a brand deal for ten thousand dollars. It was like his first one, yeah. And um, and he didn't know about taxes, and he just spent like eight grand of it. Uh, dude, he took he he said he fucking bought the bar shots or something. Yeah, like, yeah, Holy the entire bar. Shit, dude. Yeah, my first big paycheck that I can remember it was for seven thousand dollars. I thought that was so much money. That was like the most amount of, amount of money I'd seen in a check. Yeah. And um, it was a fluke. Like I was supposed to get paid three hundred dollars for this job to be an extra in a commercial, but the the extra job would get me into SAG, so that's why I took it. Um, and not only did it get me into SAG, but also they I was playing a ballerina at the time in the in the commercial, and they had us choreograph our own dance. And under SAG rules, if that if you have to choreograph your own sequence, you're considered a dancer, and it's more than just being an extra. And so one of the dancers complained, and we all got crazy checks and then we got residuals on the all of the commercials and that was something we sh like wouldn't we weren't supposed to get we That's were supposed tight. to just get like the flat dude leave it to those guys to be like we get a bump we get a bump i know yeah, we get a yeah, bump for this yeah. i know we get a bump yeah it was dope <laughs> though it was seven thousand dollars and what i did was i invested it back into acting i paid for a year's worth of private coaching and acting classes that was like three grand at the studio that i was going to yeah and um, it was a year's worth. And then I paid for every workshop I could sign up with, every headshot, every demo reel. That went into like basically the foundation of everything I did with acting. You know what's crazy about me? And I would do it again. You know what's crazy about me now compared to then is I always think, what can I do to make this money make me more money? Yeah. Like same. back then, I never thought like oh, that. Oh, I always thought like that. You see, I never did. I was, I was just like, Oh, sick money for my account. Slam that check in. You know, you know what it was? Is because I read Rich Dad Poor Dad when I was like 19. Oh, there you go. And so you had a head start. Yeah, I already had programmed my mind to think that way. Anytime I got a dollar, I would put 75 cents of it into Dude, a bank account. Like these days, I'm like, how can I buy more fucking Bitcoin? 
<laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like it's a constant thing where yeah. it's like if you when you once you find the thing that you think is tight, yeah, like it's a constant like I want to do that. I want to keep on doing that. So if you get a huge paycheck, invest it. Half like learn Bitcoin. how to invest. Put it into a savings account. Learn how to invest. Bitcoin. Um, all that stuff. Ethereum. That's and then half of okay. uh, into taxes. Or you know, look up something that you're passionate about investing in. Which is probably Bitcoin. Probably. Hey, dude, eight thousand dollars. And on that note, we're gonna go on a break. You can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. (laughs) I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I Hello, we're taking a break from ourselves to have ourselves talk about ourselves. So thanks for listening to our podcast. We really hope that you like, favorite, and subscribe. But most importantly, you give us five stars on the on the podcast app that you are on. And give us a cool review if you like it, because we like you, and we but, hope but, you like but, it. But even if you don't, just give us five stars anyway, because we need <laughs> you it. You sound so desperate. No, listen, we really need you it. You sound so desperate. No, look, maybe desperate. It, look, it's a tough time out Please there for podcasters. Please help my husband. He's very sad. If we don't get five stars, dude, you don't even know what's going to come down on me, man. I, I, and, well, I owe money. The, listen, okay. I'm in deep, dude. I, I gamble. Okay, no. We're Look, done. I need to win. Thank you for listening. We hope you like this. We really appreciate your ears listening I'm going to back this. To the table tonight. I'm gonna get yeah, back. no, you're no, not. I'm gonna get you're it not. back. Okay. I swear. That's enough. Enough out of you. And we're back. Okay. Did you have a good break? I did. Me I too. like played with my boobs and stuff. It was great. Time. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> Thanks for doing that. You're welcome. Uh, it was really awkward for our sound guy Mark over there, but you know, it, fuck him. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> can't say it enough. Uh, we should do a, a fuck Mark episode. Yeah. A whole, what are you, anti-women? What, I can't play with my boobs? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, 
Uh, now we're going to get into some juicy romantic stuff. Yes. And the relationship, the juicy stuff you came here for. Um, so let's talk about your first kiss. What was it like? Who um, were you? Who were you? What What counts as what a first kiss? First make the, out, making out. Okay, I Tom. was um, kind of a similar story to my, uh, a lot of movie theater stuff. I, I was- um, Is that like your hangout spot? So Half Past Dead, the Steven Seagal movie. How did you have all this money to go to movies? What are you talking about? I never had money movies to go to movies. Movies were cheap as fuck. No, they weren't. Movies were, yes, movies they were. were a treat for it us. It was like $7 or something. Yeah, that was like a lot of money for like a high school kid to go spend money on. Well, I had a job at my dad's business as a janitor. Oh, okay. Yeah. There it is. Um. So yeah, so so okay, so I would, I, I took my chick at the time to the the Steven Seagal movie Half Past Dead, his last run in the theaters. I came wow. to find out later. Too, too bad. I never thought that that would happen. Um. So... Yeah, this movie's like like Steve Seagal and Jaw Rule just like fucking people up and like I made out the that entire movie. I saw it later on DVD. Okay. Yeah. But you just movie started, you started making out. Just made out the whole time. There was nobody else in the theater. I think that's part of why he uh his career uh, went, that was the went last to, theater went run? to do, went direct to DVD. Yeah. It was mm. his last theater run. Yeah, and I and I found out like while I was in the movie theater, I kind of start get that first hint as to why. Because you could just make out to that movie. That whole time that it was in theaters, dude, we actually went back to go see Half Past Dead multiple times so we could make out. I'm not even kidding. Oh, how did you feel? Like when you, it was your first kiss, like how did you feel? Um, did she make the first move or did you make no, the first I move? No, I did. And um, it was tight. It was just tight. Yeah. It was one of those things where. Um, so you had been dating this girl for a little bit? I had just started dating this chick. Like, what does that mean? Like, we just got together. Like a few weeks or a few days or what? Like a couple of days, yeah. Uh, and we were, yeah, we. How old were you? We were already like, um, I was like fifteen or fourteen, fourteen, I think. Okay. Yeah. Good choice. Well, I, I don't remember ages <laughs> as well as Nikki Lima right, does. That's okay. for sure. Uh, um, I'm just trying to match it up to what grade I was. Yeah. So yeah, so it was pretty tight. How about you? What was your first kiss? Um, mine was in Cancun, Mexico, and I was fourteen as well. Um, this guy. So it was really boring. It was a family trip, mm-hmm. right? And we were in Cancun, Mexico, and we were at this resort. And I loved going to the beach and stuff, but I was really lonely. Like, there was no one my age. Yeah. And it was me and my brother, and um, it was just, like, a family thing. And my parents were, like, they're on vacation, so they're, like, hanging out at the bar and, like, you know, socializing with people. And I'm just, like, in fuck-offsville, like, in the pool alone, in the ocean alone. In Cancun, just, though, pretty good. It's It's cool, but I just wish, like, I could have talked to somebody like during that time. So come to find out my parents run into this, these other people who their son was on a baseball team with my brother in Santa Barbara. So like in little league, you know, like little, they were, I think my brother was, so I was 14. So he was nine. Uh, and they were on a baseball team together and that guy had an older brother and they were all on family vacation. So Mm. randomly we ran into a Santa Barbara family. We were both living in Santa Barbara, but on vacation in Cancun and he didn't have anyone to hang out with either. And he was a year younger than me. He was 13 and we were just hanging out in the pool the whole time. And it was just so cool to like have someone to talk to. And he starts asking me about like, you know, went my first time kissing a guy and stuff. And I was like, well, actually, I've never uh-huh. kissed anyone before. And he's like, oh, no, we have to fix that. He was smooth as fuck. That's smooth. And he took one of those inner tubes and he put it over us. So, like, we just our heads were out of the water and then the inner tube was over us. And then we just made out in that inner tube 
so no one could see us because our parents were like at the bar over there, I hate and this like guy. no one could see no one could see us. But then I hate he, the way you're smiling. It was so it was so dope because I was like I can't believe I'm kissing a guy on vacation. And I was so sad that whole trip. And then uh, he's like, let's go up to my room, and I was like okay and then <laughs> we go into like we're on our way up to the room and he like um we go outside to like the hammock area and he like full-on feels me up too so oh, I'm, I'm like damn not only did i get my first kiss but also like the first guy to ever feel me up you like, got second base i had no idea that was gonna happen to me yeah and um and then he tried to go further yeah of and i was like "Ooh, no like i'm not that kind of girl girl hey i like god you yeah. know and nice. i was like no that's too much um and so he's like that's okay and he was still really smooth about it yeah. and he just we just kept making out and it was dope and then he ex we exchanged uh emails because it's like oh you live in santa barbara we'll hook back up in santa barbara oh and he never responded to my emails yeah i yeah. was so hurt that's uh i was so hurt that's uh i really thought like i got a boyfriend now Ooh. <laughs> But that's how naive, you know, you are when you're first time. That's doing a supply and demand issue is what you encountered there. Right. Yeah. But I mean, he made my first time very comfortable. That's it good. was just that yeah, I got like a little bit of a oh. Right. I thought I thought more was gonna happen. I thought it was like meant to be like our our love story would be we met in Cancun, but we both live in Santa Barbara, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no. Such a fucking romantic, this Nikki. Yeah, I, I have always been very yeah. romantic. Yeah. I'm the same way, though. I'm usually the guy who's like, man, I'm super into this person now. Like, yeah. Super into this person. We've always been chasers. Both yeah. of us have been the chasers, yeah, usually. Yeah. yeah. Um, But yeah, so what I would say to her is like, your first kiss with is, is the first kiss. And if you haven't been dating previously, chances are it's probably not going to happen for you. Wait, what? did you just diss a lot of people out there? Uh, no, no, I'm telling myself. Oh, back then. Jesus. No, no. Okay, no. got it. I was, I'm telling myself back then that, like, uh, not to get so excited about, yes. like, like, read too much into things. Like, people have alternate agendas, and I didn't know that people had different agendas. I was, you're so innocent, yeah. like, your first time doing things. Dude, going zero to 100 and do, like, kissing and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, you really do feel like you're probably going to marry this person. Yeah. I remember thinking that about my first girlfriend. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to marry this chick for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, my first boyfriend, I for sure thought I was going to marry. Yeah, I was like, that's a no-brainer. Yeah. I was like, we'll be married by the time we're 18. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you just think that shit. It's mm -hmm. so funny. Yeah. All right, well, uh, how about... And so not true. How about your first date? I guess your first kiss was your first date, huh? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, well... First my, make out session. My first date didn't come till I was actually in a relationship like two years later. Mm. Maybe a year and a half later. Yeah, I was 15. Um, How did that, that work? So you just like at school, like dating each other or whatever you call it? Yeah, like, we, no, well, no, we went on a date. Like I'm talking like to a restaurant. Right. Like the So first, that whole time he never took you anywhere? What do you mean? So you were with the guy for two years, you said? No, I said for my first kiss on. Like I had. Oh, got it. Yeah, because I didn't get to go on a date with anyone until like a year and a half later when I actually got a boyfriend boyfriend. Word. Yeah. And our first date, I guess, I don't really remember our first date other than I was like, oh, I got a job. I have some money. Like we could eat somewhere, like in a restaurant, like grown up people. That's tight. Yeah. And then we had like our favorite restaurant. It was this Chinese place. And we would just go there on our an anniversaries. That remember when you celebrated them oh every month? 
Yeah. Yeah. So we would only because it's so remarkable to to be with to somebody be, yeah. for a couple months in that age. And that's why I thought it's I was going to marry him because yeah. we were together for two years, and I was like, "Well, that's half of my life." The best shit was when you're at school and the it couple breaks up. Yeah. And then there's always vultures everywhere on both sides. Yeah, of the I wasn't aisle. even in that crowd, so I don't. Oh yeah. Didn't care. Although I, it was, was weird because in, in like my senior year, I felt like some a lot of the popular kids were like being really nice to me. And I thought they were, I was like, whoa, they're just really nice. Like they weren't this nice two years ago. But it was really because I like dropped a lot of weight and sure. uh, got my braces off. And like I didn't realize that I looked better than I did the year, the two years prior. And so when I went through a breakup with my two-year boyfriend, all these popular guys were like, <laughs> hitting on me but i was like they they can't possibly be hitting on me they must be hitting on That's, the girl behind me right i i just thought well they must be just really nice people love it and i ended up dating a popular guy but i didn't know how to act around him because i'm like i don't know how this world operates or like what the expectations are and so i was like really awkward and he broke up with me like pretty much immediately and he told you that you're weird right <laughs> oh yeah, he listed all the things wrong with me <laughs> he told me that i was no he, he didn't tell me he t- had his friend list off all the things the he thought was wrong with me the best yeah he's only always like really fucking weird and that like i wasn't girly enough and that's Love when it. i started like getting into makeup and like hair and like trying to be more girly you're the girliest person i've ever known yeah I, I ended up liking that stuff yeah i didn't think i would i've never growing up i was never that girly but like you are as I, girly I, as I do it like gets girly stuff you are the stereotype. I don't think I'm like super girly though. What are you talking about? No, like the stereotype girl is like share from Clueless. Oh, yeah, that, that person like doesn't the exist Reese for me. From that, that person's legally not blonde. real for me. Yeah, I'm, they, I'm that, th- that person is real. No, I know, but for me, I'm talking about like oh, the girl I've seen girl in that my you've interim. ever met in yeah. the improv circle in the comedy, I, the comedy I, absolutely, world. Exactly. Though. Yeah, I guess. And then I guess between so. that and my sister, fucking. No, well, yeah, that's true. That's Abigail not, that's from not fair. That's not fair. Well, that's true. Jen is. Yeah, she's not girly not at girly, all. No. She's like she's always been a tomboy. She, just to put it in context, she dressed up like a judge for Halloween when she was a kid. She was a fucking judge. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay. How about the first time saying I love you in a serious way? Oh God. Who Th- was doesn't she? Doesn't count. I need names. It was my first girlfriend. Of course you say that shit. Mm. Of course. Ashley? Yeah. The one that, that I looked the most like. Yes. Oh. True. That's cute. True. It came full circle. She was also, I think, half, half Mexican. Oh, well, I'm not half Mexican. Well, so that's what I thought you were. That's also, what I'm <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. So you have a similar look yeah. because of that. And so you said I love you. Do you remember the exact time, or was it not that? Fuck no. Yeah, me either. Of course not. I just remember the first person I said it to, which was my high school boyfriend. Yep. And I've only said it to only serious relationships, like only four people in my sure, life. Sure, but it yeah. but it didn't count. No, because it's such a naive. But that was the first time I actually felt like, oh my gosh, like I have deeper emotions than just a crush on somebody. Sure, but when I was a when I was that age, I remember very distinctly my parents telling me that this is not love. Yeah, you don't know what that is. Oh yeah, everyone's. And I was just like, you don't get me, and all shit. You know, we're gonna say that to our kids too, and they'll say the same thing back to us. It's just fascinating being on the other side of the fence now. Yeah, yeah, and knowing how right they were is so funny it's now because so you're so brimming with all these emotions and yeah and you're like they couldn't have possibly felt a love this extreme when they were my age and that's why they don't know right but didn't your parents uh get married like they're they were the only people each other dated i mean i don't know how real that is i i know that the, uh that's what i got told growing up <laughs> i don't know but didn't they get married really early yeah, they got married in 19. Yeah, so like, 19, I 20. believe that. My old man was 19, my mom was 20. But that's like the age that I would tell somebody that's not real love at. 
I, look, <laughs> I agree with you. I agree with you. But they were telling you that. Mm-hmm. Dang. Yeah. I was like 14. All right. We'll get to the juicy stuff. When's your, what was your first time having sex? X-Mans? X-Men 2, X-Men United. People have a lot four. of questions about that, such yeah, well, as, um, I'll ahead, be the shoot, voice of the people. Shoot. Uh, why are you able to lose your virginity in a crowded theater on the floor in a sticky movie theater, but you can't um, maybe have sex discreetly in a bathroom with your wife? Cheaper. It was cheaper than cheaper a than hotel a bathroom. Room. It was no, no, it was cheaper than a hotel room. What? I'm not talking about a hotel room. I'm talking about when why I did it on the movie theater floor. Oh, yeah. Um, but that wasn't my question. Oh, what was your question? <laughs> my question is why can you have sex in public if it's losing your virginity in front of a crowd full of people on a sticky movie, movie theater floor, but you won't um, take part in any sort of sexualness? I'll fuck you here. in a bathroom, dude. Jesus Christ. Thank you. So that's annoying. all I wanted. That's all I wanted. Uh, that's all I wanted. Uh, what? I got, that's how I get what I want. Here's the thing. When you're an adult, yeah. it's this is like the, that shit where it's like, um, it's like, I'm an adult. I can do whatever I want. Now I can sleep on the floor. My parents used to get pissed if I tried to sleep on the floor, but now I can sleep on the floor. It's like, why would you do that? It actually sucks to sleep on the floor. No, it's because like- Go you, lay in a bed. It's the adrenaline rush of like, oh, we could get caught if we're not careful. Nobody cares sexy. to catch two 30-year-olds fucking. It's sexy. No, I'm not talking about people catching us. They don't get anything out of it. And yeah. like, it's sexy for us to try not to get caught. I see, I see. Okay. And I can't believe it's not sexy for you. You're sexy to me, so it doesn't I matter. I need more scandal in my I, life. I, I'll add some scandal for you. I just got missionary position, and that's it. Married missionary Excuse me. position. You like that sex. shit. Yeah, but that's. So what are you absolutely talking about? I would still and we don't just do missionary like to have either. some Fuck public off. ass bathroom sex. Is that okay? For once in my life, well, once in my life with you. Shut the fuck just up. I fucking I'm hate kidding. it. I'm kidding. That's why I'm trying to get you to do no, it. No, I hate it. Okay. Um, my first time was in a hotel room to eight mile. We've talked about this before. Yes. But yeah, I would highly recommend 10 out of 10. Chinese food. Oh, but I will say that wasn't the first time we, I tried to lose my virginity. I tried mm. to lose it a few times before that on Valentine's Day and on a different day, I think just a random day. Um, but it wouldn't go in because I was, it's just, it wouldn't go in. Wow. Yeah, it, it hurt a lot. Congratulations. Like, I was like, that, that hurt too much. I can't do it. And I really thought that it was never going to go in. That's incredible. Even the day I lost it, I didn't think it was going to go in. Like, we actually gave up. We stopped trying because it wouldn't go in. What, and then he fucking fell asleep on no, you? No, no. He was doing, like, he was just joking with me, like, because he's trying to make me feel better because I felt bad that it wasn't working. Okay. And so, you know, I get, like, really upset and emotional. I was just, like, of course. sad that it wasn't working and, like, I really wanted it to be special and stuff. And so he's like, no, 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 it, it is working. Look at, oh, my God, I'm getting, it's, oh, it's, we're having such a good time. This is happening. And, like, That's he was just, your first time he was memory? Just, like, yeah, he was, Holy like, he was started trying to make me laugh and doing stuff. Doing bits with his dick? Yeah, yeah, doing bits. And then it went in. Because I relaxed. Oh, my God. And it went in, and I was like, oh, damn. It can't go in. I'm not broken. <laughs> oh, my God. I really Lord. thought I was broken. Nope. You know how, like, that's so scary. It was so, like, sad for, like, a person to feel like they're broken. Like, everyone else in the world is able to do this, but I'm the one person that can't have sex. Right. <laughs> like, I just, my body, they made my, they made it bad. They made it too bad. I love it. I couldn't do it. Yeah. So then I was like really relieved that I was able to have sex. That's tight. Yeah. But then my condition for us losing our virginity to each other, because I wanted to wait till marriage. But then we were like, okay, well, we're probably going to get married. So let's just do it anyway. Yeah. 
So my one condition was like, okay, we'll do it, but I don't want this to be a regular thing. It's only for like holidays or like things like that because I really the Super want. Bowl? No, not the Super oh, Bowl. Okay. Well, yeah, you should reconsider. Oh, I can't now because that's over. But um, it ended up being like every day, and <laughs> we would sneak out of class and stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. This is my favorite story. Oh, you like it? Yeah, I do. Oh, I can continue if you want. I you should. Okay, so. Uh, but then I felt like he only wanted to be with me for sex. And then if I ever tried to go back, he wouldn't want to be with me anymore. And then we got in a lot of fights about that. And then we inevitably broke up. Nice. Yeah. You like that story? I do. I like it better now. Okay, great. Um, what's your first heartbreak? Oh, first heartbreak. Um, early 20s. I was with a chick. Uh, the chick that saddled up a bunch of debt for me. Uh, and yeah, it... Uh, it was pretty bad when she dumped me. It was pretty, mm. pretty, pretty devastating. What would you say to him now? Oh man, dude, you don't even know what love is. This chick is—it's uh, not the right fit. You don't know that because you're trying to make it everything work. That's what you try to do. You try to just force shit to work because you're like super idealistic about shit, and you just want everything to be perfect. And uh, so you're trying to force that shit, and it doesn't work like that. That's not how people are. And it's not fair to her. It's not fair to you. Yeah. Yeah. Mine wasn't a relationship. Mine was, a, or not a romantic relationship, but it was friendships. Mm. I got really heartbroken and devastated when I was in middle school and I just found out that like my best friend, my best friend and all of our quote unquote friends uh, would hang out without me. Often one would have a birthday party that I didn't know about and wasn't invited to until I saw everyone's pictures after or like they were talking about it after. And I got really heartbroken about that. And my best friend basically told me that nobody likes me and that she has to stick up for me all the time. But like it's exhausting and that like I'm just annoying and whatever. And it, I didn't make friends for a long time after that because I was so freaked out that like people weren't actually my friend and like no one would ever like me Damn. yeah and it was like really really heartbreaking we ended up not being best friends after that but it wasn't because she wasn't trying she was like trying to still be friends and i was just like no like that's so mean like it was so mean, that's really mean. she like we were just on a phone call and she was just telling me that like i act like i'm five and i'm not as mature as her and all this stuff and i was like that Probably could have been true, but yeah. it just like was so heartbreaking to hear that nobody could tell me to my face and nobody could nobody could like lightly kind of try to adjust me or like try to say like, hey, like maybe you should do this less or like something It's weird less. too because yeah. you're I, – I, one thing I've noticed about you is you're very much like an energy matcher. Yeah. Like and maybe you do that now. Maybe you didn't do it then. And maybe that's know. why you do that now because you you really do become like whatever the energy of the room is you kind of just click that's in with true that. even yeah. like not tr not wanting to i know yeah and so maybe that's why you do it maybe that's why i do it now yeah i think that i always did it but i think i might have been trying to force a uh, maybe thought that was too boring yeah like maybe i was trying to force like a funny personality on them and it was just like annoying and even now sometimes i take bits too far like where like i'll i'll do a joke and then i'll just like go a little too far 
Like it will go like a little too long. You, I mean, oh, long, long, too long. Yes, true. Not, not far. Not far. Too long. Like I was like, are you talking about me? No, too repetitive. Yes. Yeah, and I don't catch it until I'm in editing, and then I'm like, yes, oh shit, like for sure. Not a joke went a little too long. I get it. <laughs> you know, um, and I think that if you take the joke past a long time and like to an extra too long time, then it becomes funny again. It can. But it, yeah, but but you can it's also family guy dice. shit to death to out death. there. Yes, Seth. <laughs> Tell him. He's, he loves the show. Get He's him. a big fan. Um, all right. I, I just have a, f- I have a few left, but we'll just, we're coming up on an hour now. And I would like to know about your first time drinking. Uh, yeah, I was going to New York Film Academy and uh, it was like our graduation thing. Oh, it wasn't was until you moved out here? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was a good boy. You. Yeah, I you were. I was a very good boy. A really good boy. Yeah. I, well, because I had two little brothers and so I was always like, man. If I do this shit, they're gonna do this shit. Mm, you didn't want to be a bad influence. I didn't want to be a bad influence. Yeah. So, oh. so I uh, never smoked marijuana, cigarettes, any of that shit, uh, and I didn't drink. And uh, a lot of fucking good that did me because both of my brothers were doing all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so yeah. So then, uh, at the party yeah. for, for we're all like graduating or whatever the hell you call it, um, they were they had shots. And that's how I got introduced to tequila. And that was my first drinking experience. That's very detailed. Thank you. I don't remember what type of tequila it was. Yeah, you don't remember how it felt or like... Uh, I remember drinking it and being like, this is disgusting. Oh, so you didn't get drunk? No. Oh. I don't think I did. Well, do you remember your first time getting drunk? Because that's like a boring ass story. It's like I tried tequila really? and I didn't like it. That's some boring <laughs> like, shit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was your first time getting drunk? Like Here's where you drank too much because you didn't know your limits. Like that's Here's usually the it's usually I the think first that time. That is when I got drunk because I oh. didn't know that I was drunk. Then does that make sense? That's weird. Yeah, because I. I don't I, think you were drunk then. I was drunk. Do you not know when you're drunk now? I don't ever get drunk. That's true. So Thank you me. always think you're not drunk. Exactly. You, like See? when you're drunk, you you like are convinced to, in, that you're. I not try drunk. to emphasize that I'm not drunk. Yeah. It extra hard but you yeah. say random things of course yeah for me it was i was 15 and um we drank vodka out of a water bottle and it tasted like rubbing alcohol but my friend was like just just bear with it it'll feel really good after and so i drank way too much of course because yes. i didn't know how much you're supposed to drink and i just remember like we were outside of a bowling alley at one point and like we got kicked out because I broke the lawn chair somehow, but I don't remember. They had like this like patio oh set up and I broke a lawn chair and like, I don't smoke cigarettes, but my best friend did. And so she was smoking and I took it from her and I tried to smoke it, but it was like, it like made me cough and I dropped it and broke it in half. And it was just like a crazy night. You're and then a fucking I, ended up, mess. I ended up throwing up in her boyfriend's van and like all over his van and woke up and like my clothes were just covered in vomit. And uh, yeah, it was really fun. Party, Nikki, man. I was yeah, that was the Breaking very lawn that chairs, was the first time. Throwing up in vans. I guess so. I that is a first time for sure. I just remember how the night went in flashes. Like I don't even remember. Dude, I remember much. first time I did marijuana. Did uh, marijuana? Thank you. You're I'm so really cool. Cute. Uh, yeah, so mid mid twenties, whatever the hell. I uh, I tried a pot brownie. And because uh, I can't inhale, man, I can't fucking yeah. smoke. I know, even now you can't smoke. I cough hookah. like shit. I, yeah, it's just you know, it's just my lung, my little lungs get tuckered, <laughs> and uh, I think it's because I had whooping cough. Oh, 
years ago. That's true. You can't really do cardio very well either. Thank you. So and yeah, I dude, I, I something about my lung capacity or yeah. some shit, man. I swear. I believe that. So, um, yeah, we're, we go mini golfing after taking a brownie. Yeah. And then I had to have a little bit more brownie because I couldn't feel shit. Yeah. And then I'm basically just underwater after that. Like oh, everything God. that's happening is like I'm in another realm. You're in the sunken place. And I was, and I hated it. Yeah. I hated every second of yeah, it. I, I felt disconnected to my brain. Yes. I, I I I was like, I'm never doing this shit again. And I don't do I don't smoke you or don't do the marijuana. Shit. I don't do that marijuana because because of this experience. I just am good. Yeah. Like I'm way good. I'd rather do psilocybin mushrooms than this shit. Well there you go. Don't do drugs, kids. Edibles? No, edibles, <laughs> kids. Don't do those edibles. It's pretty good. Yeah, crazy. honestly, I've heard some stories about um like if you have a schizophrenia in your family, if that runs in your family, mm. um, sometimes it can be a dormant gene and uh sometimes edibles have unlocked that in people Shit. and like they just are schizophrenic now. I swear. I know there's a lot of people out there who are shouting at the thing like, Hey, I love edibles, they're good for me. I'm talking about me, man. Yeah. Edibles and me are not chill with each other. But if you have a good time with them, that's so that's so sick. Dude. Yeah, I don't judge you, but I can't do them either. I mean, I can't do any marijuana. Yeah. Um, but all I'm right. a fun hang though, even though I don't smoke. I'm, <laughs> I'm a fun fuck hang. Oh yeah, well you're not when you're not. Yeah. Because I've only seen you do it one time. Yeah. And you just kept being like, I'm not. High. I'm not high. And then yep. I'd be like, Yes, you are. And you'd be like, But I'm not weird, right? That's and me, <laughs> drunk, high, anything. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not right. I'm not weird though, right? It's like, and Jesus. you're just like, you look like. A deer in headlights. Yeah, I'm trying to be composed. like trying to yeah. look, blend in with the normal people. It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. All right. Well, that was like a fun first times thing. Uh, d- did you have fun talking about rehashing all these first times? I had a blast until we got to talk about your sex stories. I and know. Now I didn't. I mean need to. a shot. I'm sorry. No, it's you fine. Need a shot of vodka. Uh, yeah. Or no, tequila. It's tequila. I know it's fine. You know what it is? I just. I am just a very visual person, and as yeah. you're saying all this, I'm picturing my wife doing all this shit, and then I get fucking pissed. <laughs> but it wasn't. <laughs> it's absurd. It was your teenage braces. No, I know, but that's wife. what I'm saying. It's so funny how my stupid <laughs> fucking brain works, man. It's so weird. That's cute. Whatever. Uh, you have any final thoughts? Uh, yeah, don't uh, have a wife because it'll ruin you. It'll ruin you. It'll ruin you. You, uh, yeah, you, you, you got a hold of me, kid. You got a you got a special hold of me. You got, I got Steve all sentimental now. This yep. is, this is what you get at the end of a first times. But there it is, man. A first times episode. I'm just glad that I ended up with you and not all these fuckers are talking about. Yeah, I will same. kill every one of them. Don't kill anyone. And it's a personal. No, that please, is a personal threat. Please don't kill anybody. And if you want to hear from my attorney, you can hear from my attorney. Yeah, maybe you, you should talk to your attorney before you say. No, any I'm of that. issuing the threat first. Oh, okay. That's how you do it. Here and now. It's a good strategy. Thank you. Uh, my final thought is, um, hey, you're probably gonna like flop at a lot of things but you need that first time experience in order to realize what's a flop and what's not a flop that's true what's a flip and what's a flop you know i do know and and that's a terrible show i'm happy to have found my flip oh thanks yeah i found my flip. franklin Jesus. Good night, everyone. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I found my uh, flip. Isn't that a isn't that a thing about uh, Fil- Filipino? They yeah, yeah, flips, it's right? a slur for Filipinos, but like I kind of like it. Like, yeah, you've always used like it, and I, I I got very used to it with all your aunts and stuff. Yeah, yeah, because I'd be like, we're going to the flip side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, if you have a topic you'd like us to discuss, you can email us at podcast at nikki dot limo. You can follow us on Instagram at shit they don't tell you, or on Twitter at shit they don't. And 
and we will check out our patreon oh yeah check out our patreon patreon.com slash sticky we're creating a lot of things not just the podcast but other videos series scripted stuff bunch of stuff we're also hanging every month on a live stream and we are uh doing a discord chat yep. so it's fun and a bonus uh shit they don't tell you oh yeah there's a bonus of those listeners there's a lot of shit you gotta shit, check it out shit they don't tell you after dark if you will the after party yeah that's right all right thank you bye see you next time bye Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.